Welcome to It's a Good Day podcast. We are three friends who love to laugh and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good things in every day. Okay, so podcast number two. Here we are. Here we are. Great deal. (laughs) We have two cute little boys hanging out with us today, so we're probably going to have some baby noises, but... We are sure that no one minds. No, nope. really, right? <coughs> Makes it fun. <laughs> yes. So we'd like to just share a little bit about ourselves and who we are. Um, I can start. My name is Delight, and I am married to Jordan. We recently adopted our son, and he is just just over six weeks old. So we are are having fun with that. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> we so were we've been married almost nine years this summer and we um, wanted to have kids pretty much right away was our desire, but that wasn't wasn't what happened for us and through just the years of figuring out how to build a family, eventually the Lord led us to adoption and it's very yeah, it's really cool just to be part of this new club <laughs> that I'm part of. Um, one of just the adoption world, it feels very it feels very fun and interesting that to be part of something that even the two of you aren't part of. Like you right. aren't experiencing it in the same way that I am. And yeah, it's it's fun. I'm loving it and I'm sure that more more and more about that will come out even as I learn about parenting and what that looks like. Um, I'm in my early 30s, 32. Nice. I don't have a problem saying how old I am. That's good. No. Does that bother you guys? Not at all. Like when people are like, oh, we don't say our age or... No, I think it's so dumb. Like even if I was like 60, I'm pretty sure... Which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a ways away. Um, anyway, yeah, I... Do you have any questions about me? What, what else should I say? Um, I guess, really, I've worked this whole time, and now I'm figuring out what it looks like to be a stay-at-home mom slash the desire to bring in some income for my family also. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know yet what exactly what I'll do or not do, but yeah, I'm figuring it out. Yeah, cool. So I'm Wendy. Um, I'm married to my husband, Volva, for 14 years. Um, He's from Ukraine. Um, I have three kids, ages six to 13. And um, I'm kind of at the other end of that, where my kids just, this is the first year all my kids will be in school. So I'm trying to figure out what it looks like on that end of it and Mm -hmm. what, yeah, what I'll be doing. Well, what have you been doing? So right now I work as a cook one day a week. And um, yeah, so I go to work about three days a week right now, but I don't see myself doing that forever. So we'll see though. I'm learning a lot from it and so we'll we'll see what's next but we just recently two years ago we moved 
into our house. My husband works in construction, and so he wow. built a house, and so that's been kind of like really fun for our family to experience together. Mm -hmm. And it's gorgeous. Thank you. It's a gorgeous it is. house. It it's is a beautiful so house. It's like a magazine. <clears throat> okay, Wendy, you don't really sound old enough to have been married that long and have that many children. <laughs> oh yeah, how old are you, yeah. Wendy? So I am 31. I'll be 32 this summer. See, I have to think about it. I don't have a problem saying it, but I have to always be 87. So um, yeah, we got married really young. I was 17, almost 18. And yeah, that's kind of a big part of our story, getting married really young and so even now with them all being in school I feel like I'm just starting out like it's yeah things are a little bit different for us yeah, yeah. I think it's so it's fun I think it's cool how we can be on such like we are very close in age like less than a year apart and we yeah it's just interesting how different our lives can be being it being the same age but being in right. such different places like I'm just right. starting parenting and you're you've been doing it for 13 years right right you're old yeah 13. so yeah and I remember when we got married like all my friends were just coming out of youth group and so <laughs> <laughs> literally it was like it was a very odd like season for me even because it was exciting but everyone around me was in such a different place you know like I was having babies and figuring out marriage and everyone like my closest friends were like dating or talking about getting married like it was just yeah it right, was like you got married in 2000 we're, we're the same age we grew up together and you got married five years before I did right and yeah. already were you were already having children and right, yep. all of that. Because that, so. yeah, we started, like, I had my oldest, Aiden, um, just a year after we got married. So, we got married young and started a family young. So That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so it. you guys grew up together. Yes. So, how did that, how did that come about? How did we grow up together? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess we just went to the same church. Yeah. Right? I, I think our families... Um, have always been pretty close your mm -hmm. parents and my parents and so yeah and then well there I remember a point how old were we I remember there being a point where we kind of like we got really close at a, at a certain point and we talked on the phone every day or every night <laughs> yeah. do you remember that I, I remember <laughs> you do I don't know how I would we had a thing we had a thing where even like even if we were together for the evening then once we got home we called each other before bed. <laughs> I totally remember. Because I remember oh. sometimes trying to get in on the conversations with you guys. Really? Like, I would pick up the phone down and yeah, listen in. That's so funny, maybe. Sneaky. Well, I remember when I lived in Ukraine, um, so I went back and forth quite a few times to Ukraine, and, um, and I remember we had a time when I went there for, I was, think I was there for about four months. We had a time where we were going to pray for each other the same time every okay. day yep. like we figured out the time difference and Aww. that's cool yeah yeah Ukraine is a part of our story too because we both took trips there right. and then eventually you found your husband there mm -hmm. and I, th I think we only were there at the same time once or twice 
Was it even twice? Just Only once. once? Yeah. Only the last time, but right. but it was for like a month that right. I was there. But it was kind of fun you. because not many knew. So when Volva came over, we got married just three weeks after he came. And so like no one I knew knew him. So it was, I knew, I know there was just very few people who like I love that you guys knew Volva. Like you knew him from being right. over there, knew his family. And so, yeah. Right. Yep. So tell us a little bit about you, August. Well, my name is yeah. August. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. Um, I am 27. Weird to say that. I just had a birthday. And I'm married to my husband, Dionisio. And we've been married for two, almost two and a half years. And we have a little boy who is over a year old. And his name is Ilian. He's making some appearances on this show some voice appearances <laughs> today and um and we're having another baby in October Woo-hoo. so exciting do October 11th so I'm like 13 weeks pregnant right now mm-hmm. and we're very excited and yeah we live in Lowville in a little trailer that's very cute on the inside and a little shabby looking on the outside but we like it for now yeah we all live in upstate New York yes yep. yes we do um, yeah, so, and my husband is from El Salvador, and we met four years ago. Um, it's a very long story. Maybe someday I'll tell you about it. <laughs> but yeah. So did you know him long before you, before we got married? Um, before we got married, like, I, I'd known of him for a very long time. Um, but we met, so let's see, we met... Um, in March of 2015, and then we got married in December of 2016, so like a year and nine months before we got married. So we knew, knew each other for a year before we got engaged, and then it was nine months after that that we got married. Okay. And then like 13 months after that that we had a baby. So, yeah. So, you two are sisters. Yes, yes we are. <laughs> um, you were you tell. guys close growing up? Um, yeah. Well, we're about five and a half years apart. Yeah. Um, I'm older. August is the younger sister. Yep, that's true. And I don't know, what would you say like, about that I question? I would say it's hard for si- sisters that are five and a half years apart to be close growing up. I wouldn't say that we were not close and like I loved my sister, like I loved her. But I think a lot of times I felt like the annoying little sister that just always wanted to be around. She was good about including me in things, which was nice. And I think I felt like she was the annoying sister that always wanted to be around. (laughs) I'm sure you did some, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but mostly you were cute. Like, I remember when you were born, you know, like I held you and I was... Right, so I was like your little doll. But I do remember (laughs) saying to you a lot of times, like... Like August, just because you always would want to go somewhere yes. with me or whatever, and, and that just wasn't always feasible when you were ten and I was sixteen. You know, mm-hmm. depending on where I was going or whatever. But I remember saying to you, August, someday, you know, you're gonna grow up and we're gonna be friends. And I, I kind of remember you being like, yeah, I doubt it. Like, maybe probably when you were more like, you know, fourteen and I was twenty. You know, that right. you were like, like yeah, sure, but. As we've, as we got older, we've, we grew into 
really good friends, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, uh, we are, we have a lot of mutual uh, friends. We're in the same circles. We see each other a lot. We, t we right. talk a lot. We definitely are. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, we're not like those typical sisters that literally, like, t call each other about everything and talk about everything all the time. But, like, we would tell each other anything. Right. Like, even if I didn't tell her something for a week, I would still end up telling her about it when we got the chance to talk about it. Right. But and we, we don't necessarily, like, call and say, this is really awful that's happening to me, or this right. is really hard. But if we need something, like, it's kind of the go, like, I don't know. Yeah. For me, at least, you're my, you're my go-to person that I can ask anything, and yeah. I know that you would be willing. Yeah. And there's something about being... It's being siblings that's more than friends where Ilian is smiling and it's so cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's like, I know you're talking about. <laughs> hi. Do you want to say hi? <clears throat> you want to give me a kiss? Aww. Mm. Or Harrison. Oh, Harry. Harrison. Oh, Harry? Where did that come from? Anyway, I'm sorry about that distraction. That's okay. What was I saying? Um, That with siblings is different than oh, being just friends. Oh, like we can just say it like it is which I don't think is always a good thing and I right. feel bad sometimes about that sometimes it's hard sometimes we're too hard on each other too honest with each other but then we love each other so much that right. almost that it's okay I don't know it. right yeah yeah right yeah it's interesting mm -hmm. and like it's fun like it's yeah like I feel like this stage of life now like we're both having babies at the same time mm -hmm. Which is really kind of cool, and I feel like that's gonna even bring us closer because we're gonna talk about having babies together and all of that kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we put together some questions and um, that we're just gonna go through. I think it'll be fun. People get to know us a little bit more. Yeah. So, first question August, how do we hope for people to describe us? Okay. Um, I, yeah, when I think about, think about this, I, I want to be known as someone who, first of all, is a believer in Jesus and just someone who loves Jesus and, um, someone who, yeah, like I want someone to see what, see me and say she, like she was passionate about the Lord and that was like the most important thing to her. Um. Or she is passionate about the Lord. And the, the other thing is is that um, I would want people to, to see me and see that I loved people and that I was kind to people. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's very important to me that people feel, that people feel loved by me and feel kind, feel like I'm kind to them and... Mm. Whether they just know me a little bit or know me super well, I just want them to be like, oh, she was a really nice mm -hmm. person and I want to be around her. I want to spend time with her. Yeah. That's how, about, how about you, Wendy? So I hope that people um, will remember me loving well, loving my, my husband, my children, my church, my friends, neighbors, strangers, just that I loved people and loved... Yeah, just loved well. So how about you, Delight? Well, 
Let me tell you. <laughs> We'd Thought a bit hear. about it. I think I would wish for people to describe me how I see myself. Like, I think I desire to really be known for who I feel like I am. I think sometimes it's easy to not be the real you, like how you feel on the inside. And for me, that's... I think we all have very similar answers, just that we want to be people to know that we love people and um, that we care. I wish people to think of me as fun, like somebody who likes to have a good time um, and somebody who is who is wise and mature. <laughs> Okay, I'll ask the next one. Okay. Um, what are you most passionate about? I think I'm most passionate about family. Like, I just think it's very important these days. I think that, that in this world we have lost um, some of family of what God created it to be. And so it's very important to me, um, just children and marriage and all those things, parenting and <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just think that it's, it's kind of a lost thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, for sure. And that we, it's important to to make those things important. I think it's easy. There's so much talk these days that to me feels very selfish. Like even like self-care is a world, word that gets thrown around a lot. And I don't necessarily feel like that's actually our job. And I guess we could, I could be misunderstood maybe just saying that because it's not about not taking care of yourself. But I just think that there are other things that are that are more important. Mm -hmm. And I think that I yeah, I just want to see families that are are thriving rather than moms that are just tired and mm -hmm. are discouraged and beat down, you know, moms that are living life abundantly yeah. because I think that that's, you know, God says that that's what he came that Jesus came to bring us life and bring mm -hmm. us abundant life. And um, I think, yeah, I wish for people to know what that looks like. And to me, there's a lot of things like just having, having life in order. It doesn't mean it has to be perfect, but there are, are ways to do less and ways to take care of the things around you and take care of your marriage and take care of your children that can lead to an abundant life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I am most passionate about um, creating a home. I love, I love um, interior design and decorating, but even more than that, I love um, just the idea of as women, we can create 
it's almost our jobs to create a home that is welcoming and that um, that our kids can feel um, comfortable and just like a place that we come together and um, just feel ready to go out and be good examples. And so I just feel like our home just reflects, reflects, um, yeah, just reflects that. And I love the idea of just um, moms loving their homes. Like all, I'm, yeah, I love that. I could, cool. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that I'm passionate about family, but maybe maybe even more than that, just like people in general. I I thrive off of being with people, and people are very important to me. Um, but yeah, like family and friends, and just taking care of my husband and taking care of my son, and. Um, yeah, just loving people around me, kind of like what I said before, but um, I'm I'm passionate about people, and I have a heart for people and to see them thrive in their lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't always know, like, how, to, what I can do to, like, help people to do that, but I, yeah, that's something that I am passionate about. Mm-hmm. So our next question, what is something new that you would like to try for the first time? Ooh. Delight? I've never been on a train. Ooh, yeah. That's I would fun. like to go on a train. Mm-hmm. But I also thought about, like, skydiving or something. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Would you like to go skydiving, Wendy? Um, so I think curious. it would be fun, but it's not something that I, like, feel like I would like love to check off of a bucket list or yeah. anything like, like not anything I think about but yeah I think it'd be fun like seeing the videos of people do it it's like wow that's really cool I would I don't think I'd ever do it never I think that I decided that I would actually rather parasailing I think is that the one where you go and you're above water do you know maybe like you go you get pulled along and then you're because so. I'm very confident like in the water like I could mm-hmm. tread water for a long time so I feel like if you fell you'd be in the water and yes right. or bungee so, jumping so yeah Ooh, bungee jumping like I would think that I'd be interested in all those things but yeah, yeah. that's fine um so I would so there's two things I was thinking I would love to try to paint because there's so many there's so many pictures that I love like at different stores and I'm like okay that seriously looks like something that someone could do that's not a real artist so I don't know I think it'd be fun this summer I think I'm gonna buy some canvas and paint and just try to do something but also the other thing is I really want to have chickens and ducks and I would love to have like a goat and just have like a little mini farm the idea of that sounds so fun to me not so much for my husband because he actually had all of those animals and he's like ah there's nothing fun about chicken poop so (laughs) yeah but for me like I think that'd be fun to try yeah 
Um, I can't think of anything, which is awful. <laughs> There's got to be something. Doing. I just do too many exciting things. No, I guess so. You're Not just really. so content with your life. No. Mm-hmm. Something new that I would like to try for the first time. I don't know. Yeah, that's really okay. sad because it's a really fun question. And maybe I'll think of something by the end. Okay. Yeah. So, let's see. Which household chore do you dread the most? For me, it's definitely putting away laundry. I dread putting away laundry. I don't even mind folding laundry. It's just putting it away. And my kids put their own clothes away. But it's my clothes and... And from the looks of it, a lot of your stuff hangs up. Right. Which is the easiest. Yeah. Well, but it's still just... I don't know. Why is putting laundry away like a difficult thing? Because it is for me, too. Like, a year ago... My, I usually like to make one resolution a year. And my resolution was to put the laundry away every time that I folded it. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I actually really did a good job with it for a year. But what, what's so difficult about it? Because I, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Like I can, I can, um, like clean the house. And if I don't put away the laundry, I don't feel accomplished. If I, all I do is put away all of the laundry, I feel like, so accomplished because it's just something that I dread and yeah, yeah I don't know why okay I actually did laundry yesterday and I didn't end up putting it all away but that was just because it was like later it was late at night by the time I got it done and I was just tired and whatever but I put most of it away but I'm I'm usually pretty good about putting it away sometimes though it sits before me folding it but I like to fold laundry and I like to do laundry But I think that it's having, I feel like it has something to do with like having a place for it or not having enough room for it or something like that. But I mean, it seems like you have all of those things probably. But like, yeah, when I, if my drawers are getting like too full, like right now, even my pants drawer is a little full and I know there's a few pairs of jeans. Like I've literally been wearing the same pairs of jeans for like this last year, pretty much. I mean, this whole like past three months. And I should just take the other ones out because when I think about putting my pants and my, like, pajama pants in that drawer, I'm like, ah, because I know that it's going to be a little, just a tad too tight. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it has something to do with that. I don't know. I think my least favorite household chore is sweeping. I don't Mm. mind vacuuming, but, like, I'm really bad at my floors being swept and mopped, actually. I don't think you have that problem around here. Well, my husband is pretty good with a broom. <laughs> really? <laughs> he he loves the floor swept all the time. And he will... Yeah, so that's like a funny story of um, right after we got married and we bought the house in town. Um, it was just a little house, but every time he came home, he would take the broom and sweep the floor. And at first, I was very offended. Like, it made me feel like I wasn't cleaning the house. Like, because I will have, like, I would have swept that day. But he still just gets the broom and sweeps. And so, but after a while, like, I've definitely learned to appreciate it. And it's just, he just loves the floors clean. And he doesn't mind doing it. So he's always sweeping the floor. That's awesome. Okay. I don't, I don't dread very many things. And I think it depends. If things start to pile up. 
than I do. Like if I leave things for very long, then I probably dread most of it. <laughs> but like when I'm keeping on top of things, it's just like, it feels good to just like, oh, there's like five more dishes. Let me just wash them quick because then, and then as soon as they're dry, like, oh, let me just put them away so that the next time I wash dishes, it's just like clean and I can just put them in. Um, but I don't mop as often as I would like to. And I think it's because of my like, I don't know, just like I have one of those things that you put on the mop like a you it's the one you have what would you call that like it's like this little pad dust mop it's like this little pad that you put on like a swiffer yeah and for some reason that feels like a big deal like get that out put it on and then you like do it and then it has to go on the wash and what if you have like totally clean like all the laundry's already done and then like it has to sit there for a few days before it gets washed and i only have one you rinse it out i do rinse it out either way because yeah like a mop the mop pad she's mop pad the pad that goes on okay you should get a spin so those are great can i have to fill up the bucket every time you wash it every time i try to wash mine every time because it seems gross the next time it's like dirty when you start oh yeah i would never have i would never use it again no it's just like a spray thing (laughs) where you spray and wipe okay yes i need to show you guys my mop after. okay because the, it's similar to that but you kind of clip it on and you don't have to wash it every time like i wash it every few months but okay hmm. okay yeah you have to show us we'll see okay oh a mop bucket. yeah i don't know if i would like having a mop bucket either though but a spin mm. one well but whatever. yeah I, this is my thing <laughs> anyway. I, just, I just have to do it i just have to get right. more in the habit of doing it better and yeah Okay, I want to say one more thing about this whole thing is that I think that one reason maybe why we're not good at mopping, I sweep I sweep a lot and do the floors a lot, but is because we grew up in a house with literally only the bathroom, which now it has carpet, but we grew up in a house with li- literally everything carpet. So the only thing we were used to doing was vacuuming. Mm. So, That's true. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, so... What is something about God you wish you knew more about? I think, like, when I think about my answer to this question, I almost have the answer to the question. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's kind of silly, but I think I was originally thinking, like, the age-old, why do bad things happen to good people kind of question, you know? But in my life, I've had things that are hard and I feel like I'm a well none of us are good but I don't feel like I deserve the hard things but like I've said before God used them so mm-hmm. I think that I understand why he allows that so that's sort of <laughs> yeah what was going around my head that's good ha I said it first then wait okay so that that's your answer now Kind of. Oh, okay. I thought you had, I thought you were saying. Well, like I was saying, that's my answer, but then I kind of answered my own question. Right. Literally the same thing. Yeah. That's like the same thing that I was thinking. Like, I think I understand. That's the only question. Right. Because there are, yeah, that when things happen to people, it's sad, but we always know, even when it's hard, we always know that that's something that it's going to be good. 
Right. Yeah. God says he works all things right. together for good for, right. to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. so we have to trust that. I love somebody who said, like, if it's not good, it's not done. Mm. Yeah. I don't know right. Like I it's, it's going to be good eventually. And so obviously it, it's not worked like out yet. Or God's not finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, recently I've been thinking about just hearing the Lord's voice. And so for me, it's kind of like, I wish, I wish that I knew more about him to hear his voice. And actually I was talking to my grandma about it yesterday, who is just a wonderful She's just such a wonderful example, and I feel like I could talk to her about anything spiritual. And she, she's still learning herself, but she has a lot of really good resources and a lot of really wonderful life experience to do with everything. Um, yeah, and she's just, yeah, she's not condemning or, yeah. So I was just talking to her and just saying that I would really like to learn to hear God's voice better because I feel like the last few years I haven't, I haven't made enough time. I've been doing better at it the last year, but, but not, I don't know how to hear his voice very well. And I don't know how to really get quiet and listen. And, um, so then she was telling me about, um, Mark Verkler who does, who does teachings on hearing the Lord's voice. And, Um, so she was telling me that he's doing a free thing, which people have been telling me this for the past two years that like he, every once in a while will do like a whole week of free teachings. And so you can just get in on them and, and listen to them for free. So I started listening to it yesterday. You should link to it in the show notes. Yes, totally. For sure. Wait, do we have show notes? Wait, do we have show notes? Um, we, we, we will. We better get on that show note thing. Yeah. yeah. Editor that that's <laughs> Anyway, Wait, so then this do we have morning, an <laughs> we, yeah, we are the editors. <laughs> so then this morning I listened to one of his teachings and it was really, yeah, it was really good and encouraging to me. And so I'm excited to just kind of try to dive into that a little bit more. That's awesome. So, yeah. I actually... Um, sat under a week of Mark Verkler's teaching mm, about 13 years ago now, and it was valuable in my life as well. Okay, do we have another fun question? Um, fun? I don't think so. Do okay. we? I thought uh, there was another, see. like... Well, we did all five, but... We did them all? I mean, there's more. Wow. Yeah. Look at us go. I know. Well, right. I have a question. What's mm-hmm. good about today? Ooh. I really mm-hmm. should have thought of this ahead. I know, me too. Um, do you have anything that's good about today for you, Wendy? Okay. I know. Wendy made these delicious strawberry Danish things, and I kind of want to eat, like, ten more. But, There's yeah. more out there. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I'm saying, though. Um. Um, okay. I'll say what's good about today is that I, I've been getting up earlier. I'll just say what's good about, like, in general, because this actually happened last week. But I woke up early one morning, it was like six, and I had went to bed super early. And so I was able to get up and Ilian woke up, but then went back to sleep. And so I was able to have some time just reading my Bible and journaling and praying a little bit. And I had some tea 
and it was just nice. And that is what I would aspire to do that every day, like mm-hmm. just to get up like an hour before my husband and son do. Mm-hmm. It just it's hard because he gets up early. Like he, it seems like lately he's been getting up at like six thirty or six forty five every morning, and so I would have to get up even earlier, and I'm tired too. So it's just. But yeah, that was just really good. And I feel so good when I do that because then everything's done in the morning. Like even this morning we were up at like 6.45 and I didn't really have a chance to do that except for I was able able to listen to that teaching while I was like making breakfast and cleaning up. But like before I left the house, like all the dishes were done. I had chicken out for dinner, you know, like sitting on the counter. The bed was made. I was you know, dressed, Ilian was dressed, mm-hmm. this, the floor was swept, you know, like everything was good before I left. And that just makes me feel good and happy. Yeah. What's good about today for me is that in our state there, after you adopt a child, there is a risk period um, of a certain amount of days. For us, it was we had two different 30-day periods either way, but the second one was done yesterday. So we made it through that without any um, hearing from the birth parents at all, which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And we can go on now to the next step before we finalize our adoption. So that is really good. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Um, okay, so for me, I feel like in the last week, um, I took my oldest to um, a dentist appointment, and then after, we had like an hour before I had to pick up the others from school. So I took him out to lunch, and it was just so fun to hang out with just him. And it's funny because I've always been kind of afraid of my kids becoming teenagers. And the thought of Aiden being a teenager soon, like, scared. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm, you know how there's, like, older kid moms who they just seem like they are good with older kids. And I feel like mm-hmm. I've always been more of a baby toddler mom. Like, I love and babies. And so, I don't know. I just have always been nervous about that. And it made me realize, like, yeah, we, like, I'm growing just like he is. And it was just really fun to hang out with them and it didn't yeah it was fun so yeah that's what's good about today awesome so yeah um what are we gonna do next week we'll see yeah come up with a topic or something yeah if you guys have any ideas shout us an email if you want to shout it right out (laughs) (laughs) our email is it's a good day podcast mail at gmail.com <laughs> so yeah and we'll put it in the show notes for sure <laughs> okay well have a good day yeah. guys have a good day guys <laughs> have a good day <laughs> it's a good day <laughs>